This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 7.49 a.m. You're listening to The Morning Run. I'm Shazana with Keith Kam. Bursatu held its annual general meeting, or AGM, um, over the weekend amid turmoil revolving around party president Tan Sri Muhyiddin Yassin's criminal charges. The former prime minister and MP for Pago was charged with four abuse of power charges under Section 23 of the MACC Act involving 235 million ringgit, as well as three money laundering charges under the Anti-Money Laundering Act involving sums totaling about about 300 million ringgit. So following this first tranche of charges on Friday, Muhyiddin did offer to resign from his Bursatu posts, but uh, he was rebuffed by the Supreme Council and, and he remains chief of the party. So despite the shadow cast by the corruption cases against uh, Bursatu leaders, not just him, but a, a few others as well, the party's top brass remain defiant towards their political opponents. Uh, we've got party secretary general, Dato Hamza Zainuddin, describing that Bursatu is a beehive that's best to be left alone he has been um, he's been calling for uh, uh, labeling this as, as uh, selective persecution uh, since day one Muhyiddin was also confident of Bersatu helming the states of uh, Negri Sembilan and Selangor if Brigata National emerged victorious in the upcoming state elections but just how strong is Bersatu as a party as it gears for the test of state elections in, in June so I've been looking at um, just reports coming out of the AGM from the various portals right and uh, I think the Malay Mail had a really uh, useful summary of uh, takeaways. Uh, it's uh, the article's titled Three Things We Learned from Basatu's 2023 AGM. Uh, so as we were talking about, um, everyone has pretty much rallied around the party president. Uh, we saw one Saiful one Jan, for example, mm. he resigned from his post uh, in the Bursatu leadership after his uh, after he was charged. Um, everyone was looking to see whether Tan Sri Mugidin would do the same. He, apparently he offered to do so, but everyone's like, no, we should keep you there uh, as president. We want you to stay as president. Um, and that was that what came out at the AGM as well. But what was interesting is that uh, if you remember during GE15, Bursatu um, Burikata National um, uh, as, as, as a grouping, they went on a, a clean, stable and, and corruption-free mm. platform. So with charges like these coming in, um, number one, it does throw water on, uh, throw, throw cold water on, on, on all these claims, whether or not they are clean and corruption-free. We don't know until after the, um, the, the, the court cases are all, all heard. But at the same time, the court cases won't be heard, are unlikely to be heard before the state elections happen. Mm. It would be interesting how they are going to be, how they would be performing going into these uh, six state elections going forward. Absolutely. And we spoke about this uh, to, with uh, political analyst Dr. O. E. San, mm-hmm. um, and he was just talking about the kind of what the repercussions of uh, the charges against Mohidin Yassin could be. We were asking him about what would happen if he were to step down from Bersatu uh, as Bersatu president. And the the concern was who would fill that vacuum then? You know, who would be the leader uh, that takes the helm of Parikata National? That worry has been averted for now. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think there's a lot to, there's a lot of factors that could go into play um, for the state elections. Um, but we do have uh, uh, somebody on the line with us to discuss this. Um, and uh, well, we're checking to see if he's ready to join us on the line. But uh, looking at other news coming from the uh, AGM, I think 
as I, I think one of the things that I thought was interesting was um, how Bersatu is now, um, what do you call that, fundraising um, mm-hmm. to to uh, gather funds for, I suppose, their operations and also for state elections ahead. Uh, there were apparently uh, reports of um, collection plates, tin cans, uh, makeshift boxes and counters being passed around during the three-day AGM, uh, asking, volu- uh, asking members to, uh, you know, voluntarily donate to the party and that has apparently been a success yeah and uh i'm just also curious to to see you know how how he how the uh, four million ringgit bail money for for muhidin had been funded uh-huh. that is something that's quite interesting as well well we do have political analyst adip zalkapli director of bauer group asia on the line with us to give us some analysis on all these political developments adip good morning can you hear us Yes, good morning. I can hear you clearly. Excellent. So we know that former Prime Minister Mudin Yassin has pleaded not guilty to all seven charges of uh, corruption and anti-money laundering so far. How damaging are these charges for him and his party? Do you think it has shaken or emboldened the Bursatu grassroots? I think there are two sides of the, the story, right? I mean, the, the I mean, two ways to look at it. Uh, one is, uh, of course, as a, as a party leader, you know, as the head of the uh, I mean, second strongest co- coalition in in parliament. Uh, it's uh, disruptive for the uh, party's preparation uh, for the state elections, uh, and, it's, and given that state elections are just uh, months away, and the party leader, the coalition leader, is now uh, before the courts for for various charges. So it is very dis- disruptive for the election uh, preparation operationally. Uh, but at the same time, being a popular party, uh, it, it, I mean, this uh, when uh, the leader or when the leading figure is uh, being charged, it actually helps the party, you know, retains, at least retains its uh, existing uh, core support you know, mm. to, you know, uh, to help them support the, the, the amplify the narrative that they are being, you know, uh, Politically uh, persecuted uh, and so on, so it it, it kind of uh, amplifies that narrative. Uh, so it helps, in a way, uh, maintain their core support. So far, what we've seen is the party's top brass rallying around Muhyiddin. Do you foresee a scenario where one of uh, Brasatu's leaders might make a play for the presidency? Um, I mean, is anyone smelling blood in the water, for example? Well, maybe in the next, not not in the next uh, few months. I guess uh, with the party's focus is uh, on the on the uh, on the state elections, uh, and and the way and and actually the with 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 uh, with Mohidin facing those charges, I think other leaders, you know, you know, will probably find it useful uh, to be on Mohidin's side if they want to, uh, you know, repeat that narrative that they are being. Uh, victimized. Mm. Do you see the corruption charges having an impact on ties within the Perikata National Coalition? Because PAS was noticeably absent from Bersatu's AGM, although they did give reasons for their non-attendance. I mean, do you see a possibility that PAS might opt to distance themselves from Bersatu and the corruption allegations? Well, I wouldn't read too much into it. I mean, the, the absence uh, from the uh, AGM, because I think practically the the two parties uh, work well together. Uh, one party is uh, very strong in the East Coast, 
uh, and the other party is also uh, is you know has a uh, built its a uh, credible presence in uh, other parts of uh, the peninsula where there's strong uh, Malay uh, voters. So yeah, I think I think they, they, the part the two parties complement each other. You know, whether there's a, a corruption case or not, I don't see the possibility of uh, splitting up happening uh, anytime soon. Uh, also wondering, uh, funding wise though, uh, Bersatu's accounts are frozen and they've had to go on a donation drive. Uh, uh, Muhyiddin has to pay four million ringgit in 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 bail money. How do you think they'll be funding uh, the the state election campaigns? Well, I, I guess the, the party leaders will, will have to figure out uh, another way, you know, like you know, fundraising from grassroots. And as you know, PAS is very experienced in uh, raising funds from from their members. You know, the, historically, the party has always been uh, raising funds through their uh, election rallies. You know, getting their supporters uh, to give cash. So yeah, so it's, it's uh, I think with uh, with the with the coalition's popularity being the the, the second largest coalition. Uh, in the in parliament, I I don't think the uh, freezing of bank accounts alone could you know uh, could uh, stop them from from running a credible campaign at the state elections. So um, we have about one minute left on the clock, Adip. Um, looking ahead to the uh, state elections, Bersatu appear confident that PN can capture Selangor and Negeri Milan as well as retain Kedah Kelantan and Terengganu. How would you rate their chances on this? Do you think there's still momentum uh, with this so-called green wave? Well, they can uh, definitely defend their, their three states, three East Coast states, uh, and definitely can uh, put up a good fight in in in, in Selangor against Milan, and also certain uh, in Malay majority areas in Penang. So, yeah, I mean, they still they they still uh, uh, I would say you know able to uh, credibly challenge Pakatan Harapan. I think and. Maybe add more Malay seats, you know, into into their their, their seat count. Adip, thanks very much for speaking with us. That was Adip Zalkapli, director of Bauer Group Asia, uh, talking to us about uh, how Tan Sri Muhyiddin's corruption uh, charges could impact the political fortunes of Bursatu. A lot to watch out for ahead of the state elections. There's one question, though, I was just curious about, uh, which I should have uh, brought up. Uh, it's probably an elephant in the room, but what is Gerakan doing in Perikata National? I think we will pursue that question in future segments for sure. 7.59 a.m. We're heading into the 8 a.m. News Bulletin. And then after that, on The Breakfast Grill, Keith, you'll be speaking to Ching Chi Pun, Executive Director of Sons and Biotech. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.